Hey, what up? Welcome to Jesse's World. I'm so excited for episode 11. We're making milestones, baby. We are literally in nine countries now. So I'm super excited that people around the world are jumping on this mission of tuning in every week and working together to become our best selves. And listen, we have fun while we're doing it, okay? So if you're upwardly mobile and about getting your goals and becoming your best self and stepping into self-actualization, then you've come to the right place. Okay, one of the dopest things about this podcast, especially for me, I'm learning and growing too. Like I came into this journey knowing I'm not perfect and I'll give you my testimonial for a minute. Like it's not your typical introduction. I'm jumping straight in today, okay? We're going off the dome. We're going to freestyle a little and we're just going to be so 100 with each other because it's a big deal. We just did our 10th episode. We're going into our 11th and and we always have to be elevating. And I feel like we're building deeper relationships and deeper bonds. I get a lot of um, people hitting me up on my personal page at Jessica Vibes with a Z and also following, of course, the podcast page, Jesse's World XO on Instagram. And I'm seeing that this is actually helping people. And the best thing is it's helping men and women. It's helping people of all ages. I do see a lot of people um, from my community, from the black community, from the urban community, um, even from the white community, but more like cities. I see like, well, actually, you know what? I have rural rural young guys too. I I think like there's there's kind of like a, a certain flavor to the type of people that have been listening, like they might love hip hop or some Latin music. Um, I'm getting a lot of Latin community. And so I'm loving everybody. I love everybody, right? I, I mean, my family, if you get to know me, my family is like the United Nations. And I love that. My grandma had seven children. She gave birth to six and then she had me. Okay. She raised me. So all of her children had children with a different culture. So I have everything in my family, right? Barbados, Somalian, Guyanese, Finnish, Italian, Newfoundland. If you're from Canada, you know that's its own place. (laughs) Um, Oh, so many things. I can't even think Jewish, like everything, everything. Everyone's loved. Everyone's welcome. I have godchildren from all over Philippines, Montserrat, you know, um, Chinese, Trinidad, like everything, Dutch, right? Like I love everyone. So Um, I feel like this podcast is just for if you're a human and you're willing to become your best self and you're willing to just work on yourself, this is for you, right? But here's my testimonial. I used to want to be perfect always. Like it was a big deal to me. It was like this whole goal. And the more I tried to become perfect, the less it happened. Like it was because I would hold myself back waiting to do things until I'm perfect. So then nothing would get fully done, right? I would always want to like wait till it was perfect and nothing will ever be perfect. Now, scrap that, that didn't work. It's more about progress, not perfection, right? That's what life is about. As long as we're constantly evolving and we're constantly working to become our best selves, we're already on the path to greatness. And I think that that's the path to self-actualization. Again, in another episode, we spoke about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and kind of getting to the top of that hierarchy, which is a self-actualization and this whole great attempt, right? It's a movement. We're a group. We're a body. I'm going to be doing so much with Jesse's World to help you guys be your best self. You don't even know. This, this podcast is the beginning. We've already moved to the next step and launched a live 
Wednesdays at 8 p.m. on Instagram. If you follow Jesse's World XO, you'll you can tap into the lives from there. And every Wednesday at eight, we're talking to somebody who's working on becoming their best self, who has their own story and their own journey on how what they've had to overcome and what they've learned and what they're doing to continue to evolve. We are all just works in progress. So I love that. We're shaking it up. We're doing something super noble. So as we like kick off into the next 10 episodes and and 10 after that and and so forth we're always going to take time to celebrate our accomplishments to celebrate that we came this far and to really just um, refocus on the fact that we're here to help each other and encourage each other to be our best self and one of the biggest things too is like love love is so important I see a lot of madness out there and actually this brings us into Tessie time so I'm going to go ahead and segue but I see a lot of madness out there nowadays right and you can't be your best self and hate someone else in fact for me I would rather um love it takes way less energy it feels so much better love feels so good hmm right Love feels so good. Hate doesn't feel good. Hate is frustrating. Hate is, it's like you could feel your body. If you were to draw hate, it's like that scribble. I don't know, like if you watch Little Mrs. books and Little Mr. books, but there's one of them. I don't know if it's Mr. Messy or who it is. They're just a scribble, okay? And that looks like hate to me. Like, oh, bringle, angry. Who wants to be around that? Nobody, like fam, you're just polluting the universe. You can change that with simply changing your mindset. Like my goal here at Jesse's World is to pour into you, to pour so much love into you that you're so filled with love that you're pouring love. You're just overflowing onto others. Love, right? That's what life is about. So if you're pushing love, like if you are, if you're on like, let's say Instagram or so Facebook or wherever you are, just try to push out some loving comments. Just try to big up some people. Try to see the good in things. If you're if you have a uh, if you're married or if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever you and you're always clowning on them or letting them know like what they're doing wrong, try to focus try to also see what they're doing right. I talked to you before about this principle called appreciative inquiry and I do encourage you to even Google it and learn a little bit more, but try to focus on what's right. You know what I mean? It will help to make you feel better about life and it'll help to make you feel better about yourself and it'll just help to make you feel good. It will improve your endorphins in your body and it's a blessed state way to live. Like it's, it, it, you'll become someone that people want to be around. You'll become a positivity magnet and like that's going to help you when you're ready to uncover your gifts and to nurture yourself. Okay. All right. You know what time it is, right? That's your intro. This is going to be a spicy episode. We're just getting into it. So now it's Tessie time and whoo, we got some real stuff to get down to. Okay. We're talking social commentary. We're talking getting to the business of life. Where's the community? All right. I'm taking a sip. I need a shot for this one. <laughs> it's going to be so real. I don't know if you're ready for it. Mm. Um, I do a lot of content online on my Jessica Vibes page and on my Jesse's World page. Let me know what you like best. Do you like it? 
because I think actually one of the things, this isn't even, isn't even the testy time, but I think one of the things um, that like females get stuck in this role where they have to choose between, am I going to be the sexy female? Am I going to be the cute, pretty female? Am I going to be the staunch business oriented female? Which means I have to wear a suit all the time or I have to be like, all covered up? Am I going to be like Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth? Like what type of female am I going to be? And I don't understand why you can't be all of them, right? Like for me, I'll release, like I'll drop some heavy hitting knowledge. I'm a really smart woman. I'll drop some heavy hitters. Okay. I'll drop that. Yeah. And I'll drop, I'll come out with some hip hop swag. I'll come out with some street stuff and I'll come out on my intelligence. Because I'm highly educated, but I also am from the hood. So I can be both. I can drop I can drop a video that's sexy or that's like, you know, shows my feminine side, my soft side, my more sensual side. And I can drop a video that's more serious because I can be both. So you got to watch trying to put women in boxes. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not... I'm not made for any box, honey. I'm I'm me. I'm me, all of me. And it took years to get to the point where I was comfortably able to embrace all of me, all of my perfections and imperfections, right? And also what I learned, because I talked to a lot of women, and even through this podcast, a lot of women write me, is that most of the sexiest women out there are like nuns. <laughs> They're like nuns. They're like... The way they live their life, you'll find them rolling dolo nine times out of ten, I swear. Nine times out of ten, they're going home, they're chilling on their own, they might have one significant other, they might have no one, and they're just staying like that. Like, that's what it is. So, please understand the difference between your preconceived notions and biases and reality, because they don't always connect, okay? Okay. That's just, that's just, that's not even testy time. That's just like a special alert. You're welcome. I'm dropping gems. You need to know this because prejudgments are, oh, oh honey. Today's topic, let me get into the t- today's topic because I always introduce the topic before testy time. Today's topic is expectations, all right? So I just dropped a gem on preconceived notions, which is basically another way to say expectations. You may have an expectation that a housewife is supposed to dress like this. And another type of girl is supposed to dress like this. A housewife is supposed to talk like this. Another girl is supposed to talk like this. No star. You can be everything. You can be, as long as your body is your temple and you love yourself and you respect yourself and not everybody is like accessing you. Okay. But you have, people have flirty sides. People have feminine sides. People have hardcore sides, staunch sides. Maybe someone's more rigid. Like sometimes I could be like that. Maybe someone's like more rigid, always wearing. I've had periods in my life where all I wore was business clothes. That's it. Because that's what I was doing. I was being like right now I'm more on my artist tip. So I'll be writing, you know, I'll be consulting. I'll be, I've always been the type of person that I'm just going to be me regardless, right? I'm just letting you know that you got to watch your, your, your preconceived notions and you got to be open to knowing people without assuming based on your programming, 
based on what you've been taught and programmed to believe or think in life, right? Because you wouldn't want someone to do that to you, right? So think about that. That's just like when people say, oh, this person has face piercing, so they must be like this. They have a tattoo, so they must be like this. They have a mohawk, so they must be like this. Or they're, they're this culture or that culture, so they feel, say, you know them. No, star, you don't know nobody. You don't know anyone until you actually get to know them. So you need to mind your prejudgments. And that's a great precursor for Tessie time. Okay, Tessie time is no joke. I'm not going to lie. I had Tessie time planned out. I had Tessie time planned out today. And I knew exactly what I was going to speak to you guys about. And I'll probably defer that for another day. Because then I got a, like I have a a sister, right? Like a, a soul sister. So I have a few soul sisters, but I have a soul sister Big up flower price, okay? Um, She's going to come on our Wednesday night at some point. And she had sent me an important important video about a girl talking about how she almost got abducted from Walmart. And the girl, basically what she was saying is that a nice friendly girl that looks like her age and whatever, right? Unassuming, just said, oh, do you want to smell my perfume? Like I, I make perfumes, right? I have a perfume line. I make perfumes. Um, you know, would you be willing, like, would you be interested in trying it? Let me know your thoughts. Like she's there gathering information and assuming the girl says, yeah, no problem. The girl sprays her on her wrist. There's nothing untoward, you know, no burning, no nothing, just normal. And she smells it and she starts to go fuzzy, hazy. This is mud. I've never heard of this before. Okay. She goes hazy and then she realized like the girl's with a guy. The girl that came up to her is with another guy. So she's feeling like she took out her phone to try and take a picture of them. And that's when they try to walk away. And she asked the people at Walmart, which just to me was shocking. Like if this actually happened, I mean, this is not my testimony. This is something I've seen on Instagram and it was shared by a friend. But I'm saying her testimony was that she asked Walmart people for help and they did not help her. So I think that that's really concerning and I think Walmart needs to train their staff and actually make some people aware of what to do when their customers are in any form of distress because that's really important to have that training and knowledge so I I, I do if you're listening and you work at Walmart I do encourage you to probably recommend this training to your managers or whatever because this is really critical um so anyway she was she survived this situation okay Mm-hmm. But she shared her story because obviously she wants to prevent other women from going through it. Now, I've got daughters. Oh, sorry, that was an alert. I have goddaughters and young people in my life that I care for. Although this could happen to anyone at any age and any sex, to be quite honest. And so what I really want to talk about before we get into expectations and all of this today is like, where's the humanity? This is a hard topic, man. Where's the humanity? All right, I'm just going to be real. I grew up at a time where there were codes. You know what I mean? There were codes. And at the end of the day, if you were from one neighborhood or another Maybe they had some issues. I don't even know. I didn't really grow up in a neighborhood where that was going on, to be honest. I mean, I grew up in the hood, but it wasn't like that. But I know that there were some codes. Like, if you're not involved in anything criminal, 
No one would ever target you. That's a, that's one code that would happen. Okay. Now it's like fair game, wild, wild west everywhere you go. And this human trafficking thing, carjacking, like, I mean, I feel like it's so hard. It's such a hard topic because on the surface of it, on the very surface, you're going to say, well, these are bad things being done by bad people. That's on the surface. People would think that, but obviously me being a deeper thinker, I'm going to look at it like even fraud, cybersecurity issues, all of these things are problems these days, but I'm going to look at it like these are maybe, maybe some of these bad things are being, I don't know. I feel like it's hard because I feel like people are innately good. I feel like sometimes good people end up in bad situations. Good people make bad decisions. Good people go down a path that where now they got so far, they don't even know how to turn back. And maybe it's because I've seen people kind of through the way that I grew up and stuff. I've seen people go left. So I understand how that can happen. And also even my own mom having her issues. And then I see she was gone for so long out of my life, like a decade. And then she still turned it around and came back. So I guess she is the number one reason why I started really believing people could change and really believing that you could redeem yourself and you could improve your life. And in fact, if I'm going to be real, and I love you, mom, if you ever start listening to my podcast, mother, I love you. Let me know if you hear this episode. Um, yeah, but if I'm going to be real, my mom probably inspired me to get into personal development, self-help, whatever you want to call this journey we're on, where we're walking into our purpose and trying to achieve our full potential. My mom coming back into my life after having struggles, um, she's in AA still today, right? She's always maintained her Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, she had a number of other issues she dealt with. I know when I lived with her, we struggled with homelessness. We struggled with poverty. We struggled with all types of things till I ended up in foster care. And then I ended up living with my grandparents. So most people who know me might know that that's my story. A very simplified, stripped down version of the story. Lots of twists and turns that I haven't mentioned. And I'm sure one day I'll get to that. But I know that my mom, you would think that she kind of, went down a rabbit hole she can't come out of with a lot of the things that she went through and faced. But the truth is she came out of the rabbit hole. She came out of the rabbit hole. Oh, I'm so grateful for that. Like, oh God, I feel so grateful. God is so good. She came out of the rabbit hole. And when she did that, what she did for me as a person, because I was 14 when she came back. She left when I was four. She was four. I was 14 when she came back. Okay. Mm. I just need to take like a, a breath because it's emotional for me. Okay. So when I seen her come out of that rabbit hole and then stick with it and create sustainable change, not to say she's perfect, but then again, we've already figured out that this is not about being perfect because I'm not either and neither are you but she's making progress. And even today, like, I mean, we have our, you know, I'll call her out. She'll call me like we're, we're helping each other become better every day. We hold each other accountable, but we still love each other. Right. Mm -hmm. It's important to have people in your life 
that will tell you when you have a booger in your nose. Eh? It's only a real friend that will tell you you have a booger, right? Your other people make you guan all day long with spinach in your teeth and a booger in your nose and not tell you. Them people are not your friend. They're not. Okay, so me and my mom, we will let each other know and then that helps us evolve even further into becoming better people. So it's all, that's good. That's a, at the time it might not feel so good, <laughs> but it's good. So when she came out of the rabbit hole, I learned as a young girl that that is a possibility, that people can change. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. What, how that transpired in terms of dating choices hasn't always been the greatest because I fell in love with potential a lot in my life. And I mean, this is like we, we real with each other over here, aren't we? We real. We real with each other. So I'm, I'm going I'm to be real. I fell in love with potential. You know what I mean? So falling in love with potential is, a, is, is hard because what I didn't understand is not everybody comes out of the rabbit hole. Some people stay in the rabbit hole. Some people go way down and you just never see them again. And it's brutal and it's ugly and it's unfortunate. And you don't like to even look at that side of humanity. Like how you see somebody might be homeless and you'd like to pretend you don't see that they have a cup sitting there and that they might need your help. So you walk by and you look the other way. That's like people acting like that. That other side of life doesn't exist. And there's people on that other side. And I guess the thing is those are people. There's there's still people with hearts and souls and lungs and, and, and air and blood and they still matter. They still matter. You don't know their story. You don't know their story. So it's hard. It's a hard situation with this video with this girl because on the surface, the very first thing, of course, is you're going to say, share this, which I did with your loved ones so they're aware. But then it's like, what's happening in our society that people are at the point and worse are young people. A lot of the times, well, it could be people like, it's not even just young people. I want to say that, but it's not even just young people. Like my, it could be my peers. It could be people all slightly older, younger. It's all across the board. People are feeling, and it's not a cultural thing and it's not a, People in North America, I can speak about that, like, because I, I, I'm, I'm real, like, I've always been about Canada and America being, like, family, and so I stay up on both sides, you know, I love both, so it's like, and I stay connected to my Caribbean side too, right, my Jamaican side, big up Jamaica, so, yeah, people are hurting, hurt people hurt people. People are hurting, man. You have to be hurting. Your life can't be comfortable and happy and you are like, I want to go jack a car or I want to go traffic a human or I want to go put fentanyl in something or I want to go and create a cyber, you know, a cyber, a business creating cyber issues, right? Um, or, or I want to scam people out of what they got or if everything in your life is comfortable and happy and healthy and safe, if you've grown up well-adjusted and loved and taken care of, if everything's blessed, chances are, now I'm not saying nobody, but chances are, chances are that that's not nagoso, right? Not nagoso. Like you're not going to spend your time like that. It's not what you're going to do. So then you have to look at it and you could blame the person 
And I'm not taking away personal responsibility because this whole podcast is about personal responsibility. This whole podcast is about self-sustainability. It's about personal development. It's about what we can do for ourselves. This, In fact, this whole episode is about expectations and really managing the expectations others have of you, but also managing what you have of others. So I am all for personal accountability, but that does not absolve our government, corporate responsibility, the leaders, the people that want to take on that, you know, that role of leader of a community, of an organization even, of a country, it does not absolve them from looking at the fact that there's something very wrong with the fabric of our society if our people are doing this to each other. And now I'm becoming Tessie. Now you have to understand I'm pissed off because I grew up helping kids like that. I grew up working in communities. Like I grew up seeing this shit happening And like people saw it happening too and they did nothing to stop it. And now here we have this whole situation where life is just painful for a lot of people on both sides. And then the people who don't get touched by that pretend it doesn't exist and go on with their day acting like they don't see that person on the street with the cup. And like it's everywhere and it's becoming more prevalent until you won't be able to deny it. And what are you going to do? Then it's going to hurt you. It's going to touch you. And what are you going to do? Then you're going to care for five minutes. You're going to come up and and what? Do a movement and then forget? The government's going to change its priority and forget? No, you need to give back. Give back. Give back. There should be no food shortages. There should be. Right now, the cost of living is getting so insane that it's like dog eat dog all day. There has to be a level of responsibility at the government level, at the corporate responsibility level. There has to be better planning among leaders. People have to understand that these children are hurting. These children are hurting. We're we're supposed to be the adults. A lot of these young people are doing it to each other because they're hurt. They're hurt. They were let down from time. They were let down from time. Who's going to be their voice? Who's going to be their voice? And I'm so sorry to get so amped on you right now. I'm sorry, but I'm really tired of hearing how hurt young people are, how many things they've been through. They come into me, not to say I'm tired of them telling me, because I'll always be here for that. I'll always listen and give any way that I can and love any way that I can, because there needs to be more maternal love in the world. And as a woman who was grown up without a mom, I understand the importance of maternal love in people's life. It's really, really, really important to feel loved, to know that you're valued, to know that you have worth. And so I will always want every young person to understand that they are worthwhile, they are valuable, they are blessed, they are God's child. But it is also the position of leaders in the community to make them aware of that, right? To make sure that hardship doesn't hurt so much that they become so desensitized and far from self because that is systemic discrimination and systemic, I don't even know what to call it. It's not even just discrimination. It's, it's actually like, it's actually super negligent. It's super negligent to have a system that, that really creates such a pain vacuum that it then enhances these types of crimes and creates a breeding ground, a breeding ground for these type of issues in our society. Okay, it wasn't an innocent child who created that. Every every baby is born perfect. Every child is innocent. 
It wasn't an innocent child that created that. These young people that grow up, you, you, you see it in the news, a 13-year-old gets char charged for a shooting, a 14-year-old, no, you, you created the fertile grounds for which these friggin' challenges now exist. You want to blame? Yeah, everybody has personal responsibility for their actions, but that does not absolve leadership. And so, obviously, there's been a pervasive systemic issue that has been creating inequity in such large amounts that this is now a major issue. These are now major issues across the board. Obviously, this is a problem. But now, what can we do? to fix it. Okay. This is Tessie time. I'm just ripping. I'm just letting you know that I'm hurt. I'm hurt for these kids. I'm hurt for us as a society. And these leaders who actually made all these errors and created this groundswell of, 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 of true human suffering, these leaders are untouched. They're completely and utterly untouched by it. It does not impact them. It's us, the regular people. It's us. Okay, the ones that show up at this podcast working on ourselves every day. And the reason, you might ask yourself, what does Tessie time have to do with me working on myself? Why do I even have to go through this? Why does Jessica have these different segments? Why does she get so dramatic in the beginning? Then, okay, she lightens it up with Miss Wright, jokes, whatever. Then it's like business. Then we get into the topic. Then it's like gods and goddesses. Why? Why? Because that's real life. Real life is nuances. Real life is ups and downs. Real life is good moments and serious moments. Real life, you have to handle your business and you have to handle your personal side. This is, this is life. Welcome to Jesse's world. I didn't call it Jesse's one part of life. It's the whole world, baby. The whole world. And that's what we're talking about. And we, once we work with in our inner self, then our inner self has to relate to the outer world. So yes, we have to address the issues in the outer world. And we're living in a society that increasingly is becoming reliant on technology and on being online and on being in our silos, which we talked about in the last episode about breaking silos. And one of the issues is that it's ripping out community. Okay, watch and see. Watch and see if I don't end up starting a nonprofit that starts to create a more virtual community, or maybe we're just going to keep doing this in Jesse's world, but, and, and add a, a charitable component or something. But like there, I see way less community than I used to see. Right. And this is part of the issue and people are not critically thinking. So they're not putting two and two together to understand the connection between these. You all left these kids on their own. Y'all left these kids on their own. They don't know where to go. You know how many times I get, I get written like I get people in my DMs, which that's fine. I, I, I you know, write me at Jesse at Jessica Vibes on Instagram. Like it's all good. I'm here for you. But you know how much times, in fact, I'll do a Dear Jessica segment if you want. You send me all your questions, boom, I'll answer you. I, I won't, I won't say who it is. You know, you're an, you'll have your anonymity. But yeah, you send me your questions. Uh, uh, if I got questions. I'll add that segment, that, that, that session. If I don't have a question, then I don't have a question. It's all good, you know, or maybe I'll, I'll even answer it a live. Maybe I'll do it that way. Right. I'll add up a live so you can write me, but hear what I'm saying. I get a lot of questions and a lot of them are from young people. Okay. And what I see is, and this is in Canada, this is in Ontario, this is in the States. Okay. 
This could be in Montreal, but I, I get a lot from Ontario. I get a lot from, I get questions from all Illinois, Connecticut. I get questions from all Georgia, California, New York, like all literally all over. Okay. All, all Ghana, Jamaica, all over Trinidad. Okay. So I get questions from young people, but let's talk about North America for a minute. A lot of the times they're questions that the, the government should already have widely known. Where does somebody go for this? Where does somebody go for that? How do they do this? How do they, they do that? How do they get a job? How do they get help with an emotional issue? Mental health is a major issue among young people. These children have been through a lot. Who's supporting them? Who's there for them? All that you offer, maybe they offer therapists. And I understand because I grew up, how, I, I understand because I know how they grew up. And, and, and you know what, if, 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 if a large percentage of the people that listen end up being young people who needed that help, I thank God. But I also know that people grow up at different paces. Me too. I'm probably like, because I grew up without parents, parents, and because I grew up with adversity and poverty and pain and in a home where alcoholism was a major issue and parties and lack of schedules and I was the only child often in the in that environment not to say it was always like that there was like loving great moments and I I really appreciate my grandma for raising me and I respect the people I was raised with but there it was a home it was a party home too it really was for years so when you grow up like that you don't learn things that maybe somebody who had a mom and a dad and or even just an attentive mother and there was some structure in the home, things like nutrition, like stuff you'll take for granted, especially if, and you're dealing with poverty too, and you're dealing with neighborhood. Cause like when you grew up in that environment where the adults, like in my neighborhood, all the adults were so busy drinking and partying, nobody, we were just raising our, each other. But, but like you get a beautiful sense of community, like in that situation. But now I don't know, you had, like we didn't believe in drugs, like, you know what I mean? No one, like weed, maybe some people were smoking weed, but, or some people smoked cigarettes or like me, I didn't smoke nothing. Cause my grandma was like really strict and I respect my grandma, but like, yeah, I, nobody was doing drugs. That was just not heard of. So now you add that to the mix, you add all the, all the other things to the mix and it's a whole other issue, right? Like the world is just going through a lot. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, man, you got to hold people accountable. There's an answer. It's not, I'm, I'm not just ripping on, like, you need to pressure leadership. You need to like pay attention to the young people in your life. You need to mentor people and expect nothing out of it. it like, honestly, mentor people and expect nothing out of it. And don't expect that every adult already has their shit together. We wouldn't even be at this podcast if we all had our shit together. We don't. We're all growing. We're all evolving. It's all a process right? And don't feel bad if you're one of those people that know that, yeah, you felt like you should have been further. I think everyone feels that way in some regards. Most people, a lot of people feel that way. And that's okay. That's why we're here. We're going to do it together. We're going to do it together. We're going to do it together. But yeah, just understand when you see these news reports of some of these horrific things. And I, I, I if you're a young person and, and that's what's up, please... You, you can come out of that rabbit hole. You can. It's an option for you, babe. 
It's an option for you. You can. It's possible. I know it. I've seen it. You can come out of it. I don't know your story. I don't know specifically your path. But I know that if you woke up today and you have life, you have opportunity. And you can always change your mindset, change your path. And if you need help, like this is the thing. Where do they go? Where do people go when they need help? Like it's just not so clear, right? And so... I don't know. Maybe we got to think about that and start to assemble a list. But I think that there's there needs to be some sense of community. You can follow me. And like I said, ask questions. I'll always try to find the answers. Sometimes people don't know how to find it up themselves. Sometimes you can search it up on, on Google and you'll find it though, right? You never know. But I mean, if I'm at least told, maybe I won't have the answer today. But if I see like trends and I know people are asking for certain things or people need certain things or there's a certain need out there, I could at least start to lobby for it, ask for it, advocate for it, because I just think that there's responsibility all around. Yeah, I don't think anyone gets off scot-free here. I think the whole society needs to really give their head a shake. It's not one person. And I think everybody is responsible for making better decisions. And I think we need to think about our young people and if we're being the type of leaders they can really look up to. Really, we need to think about that. We don't have to be perfect, but we at least have to have clean hearts and be trying to do the right thing, you know? Yeah. So, all right, that's enough of Tessie time. Do your part, right? Try to try to be there for the youngins. And um, just understand, like, just, just know when you judge, like, fam, anyone can be judged anyways, right? Okay, so it's time for Mrs. Wright. You already know the deal. We're about to lighten the mood. It's either going to be a poem, a freestyle, a short story, something about a random topic. And I never know what the topic is because I use a random generator from Google. So give me a second and let's randomly generate something. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What weird or useless talent do you have? Hmm. Weird or useless. I mean, fam, nothing I do is weird or useless. I'm not. I, I'm probably definitely weird. I think, like, in ter- what does weird mean? Like, not usual? I don't think I'm a usual person. I think I'm unusual some in some regards. I don't know. I, I mean, I have the talent to freestyle at all times anything. Not necessarily good. <laughs> but I am good. I'm a strong writer. But it's not useless. Why would a talent be useless? Um, but I can freestyle like anything, like if I'm into you, like meaning like today, like, okay, so my big up Trisha, I love you sister. Um, so my sister got her hair done <laughs> and I needed like a, cause I moved two hours from my old neighborhood. So I needed like a connect on a new hairdresser. So I'd ask my sister like who, who did her hair because I'm mixed. She's, she's black. And so, yeah, same thing, right? They could probably do my hair. So she gave me the connect. She sent me pictures because she just lives like not too far. So I I sat down and did a freestyle about, you know, how beautiful my sister is because she's beautiful. Uh, both my sisters are beautiful. Right. Big up Claudette. Big up Trisha. Like they're both stunners. My sisters are gorgeous. So definitely proud of my sisters. Um, yeah. And so I did. A, <laughs> I sent her a freestyle all about her beauty and her hair. So I would say that that's a talent. I can, I, I can, um, I can write off the dome, just, you know, express my passion 
And ooh, don't give me a pen, especially if I if I'm into you, like I got a crush on you or something. Ooh, don't hand me a pen. You're gonna think I just wrote you the 16th chapel, baby. <laughs> so that is a weird and useless. No, it's not useless though. It's very useful. I love it. I love being a writer. I love being a poet. I love, I come up with quotes all the time. That's why I love podcasting and I love that God called me and I do feel called by God. I love that God called me to be inspiring to others while also working on my own life because I was trying to wait. I was trying to wait for, for years now. I knew I was supposed to do this. I had my son telling me to do this. And I was trying to wait until I got perfect. And then I kept getting further from perfect. And it was so annoying. And so it was like, okay, now I understand. You're here to live. You're here to leave a legacy. You are where you are, right? Like I have, I have, I have weight to lose. I have fitness goals. I have, I'm not perfect. Like I, I definitely need to get in shape and I want to get in shape. That's a big goal of mine. Um, I can, you know, I can keep earning more money. I can keep, you know, becoming a better content creator, but not, I hate the term content creator. That's such a new term, but for me, it's about building, um, connections and helping people achieve success. Cause that's, I've been doing that for years. Like I said, I've worked with board of directors. I've worked with employees and staff. I've done this for years, helping I've mentored. I I've done one-on-one consulting for years. I mean, years, years and years I've done this. So I'm, I'm, like well seasoned, right? It's just a different format, I guess. And so it took me a while to like pick up the different format. But yeah, man, that wasn't a story, but I didn't tell a story about what a great storyteller I am. But I am a great, I guess I did tell a story because I told them about Trisha and her hair. Yeah, so that's it. And also, if you happen to be in Niagara region, Trisha's running for, um, I think, city council. So Please vote Trisha McLennan. Okay, big up. All right, we're on to big boss vibes. Are you ready for this, man? Time flies. We're 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 moving along though. Okay, so today we're talking about managing expectations in business. So think clients, um, customer relations, even employee relations, right? And it's about how what you teach people. So how you teach people to treat you. Let's give a simple scenario. Um, I'll probably do a review on this because I post reviews sometimes. Like I said, let me know the things that I post that you love. Like, do you love the quotes? Do you like the reviews I do sometimes? Do you like the videos? What what resonates with you, okay? Send me a DM at Jessica Vibes or at Jessie's World XO, okay? Um, All right, so managing expectations. I've been watching Friends, an oldie but a goodie. Girlfriends, girlfriends, not friends. Girlfriends, I've been, well, they're both oldies and goodies. Um, but yeah, I've been watching girlfriends and Maya is always like overstepping with Joan, right? So she's the assistant. Um, but she's always coming in. She's always taking long lunches. So it started off like they were girlfriends. And then I feel like that set an expectation. So when Joan expects her to actually work, it's an issue because Joan set this precedent of Maya not having to do her work. And so I feel like in every area of your life, but right now we're talking big boss vibes, um, it's really important to set the right precedent. And even um, when I'm coaching uh, business clients, I'm always very mindful of telling them to like helping them to set up the right systems in the beginning. And this is usually where I get the most pushback from clients because they don't really want, 
to take the time and energy to set up systems. They just want to get into business, right? Most of the time they want funding or they want um, to just get started and just, just do and not really plan and not really create systems and processes. But the issue with that is that when you just start doing on the fly, you have no protocols. You've not thought from 50,000 feet, you know, with your CEO hat on, with your leadership hat on, this is the problem with the pandemic, right? It was a lot of reaction. I don't know how much strategy. Well, we'll see. Like uh, that will come out in the wash. But you don't want to be reacting in your business. You want to be very proactive in your business, which means you need systems and processes, which allows you to think consider in advance what your expectations are of your customers, of yourself, of your employees or your contractors or your subcontractors or who you're subcontracting to, your, or your, your clients, right? So let's say you're in construction. I see this a lot when I get construction clients. Um, so let's say you're in construction and they don't do an invoice system. Let's just use this as a, a real life example. Now, it might seem nice to you like, oh, you do this job, they just give you the money. But at the end of the year, you're still going to have to report your taxes and you're going to have to pay your taxes. Now, if you don't report your taxes, that's a whole other issue. I don't recommend that ever. And not only because it's illegal and wrong, but also because you're not, we're living in a credit society. So you're actually hurting yourself. Like you need a paper trail. Paper trails are your friends. That's okay. Pay your taxes. You understand why you pay your taxes, right? It's so that we have schools and healthcare and all of these things. So it's important and it's needed, right? But in addition to that, um, you need to build credit. If you want to buy a home, if you want to do anything in your life, you're going to have to be able to show a track of earning money. So if you set up a system that doesn't track that, and it's not just construction, I've seen this in all types of things. If you set up a system that doesn't track that you're setting yourself up to never to always need somebody else like a cosigner for example so now this whole episode is about expectations so now you're putting your advancement expectations on somebody else's name because you didn't clean your name and make sure your name runs the right way that's arms else that's just that's just not right that's an extreme example a less extreme example could just be like i said with joan and maya could be employee expectations. It could be customer expectations, right? How do you expect customers to like, what What do you want from your customer? Do you want them to be a regular customer? Okay, then what are you offering that they would regularly need? All right, you want them to come back to you specifically. All right, then how are you treating them while they're there? What environment are you creating so that they want to come back to you? Because they don't have an obligation to do that. Do you understand? Even employees, you could spend all your time and energy, energy, like training and mentoring your employee and over a period of years, bringing that employee along and then they leave and start their own company just like yours. This is a free world and they have free will. Did you do succession planning? Did you keep any secret sauce in the back for yourself? Did you understand and plan for the fact that they could leave? It's so important. Even if you look at running a country, right? This whole tobacco, and I don't know the details, but what I heard in the media around the fact that the masks like were, were, were burned or something, or had expired, or they got rid of them. I'm not exactly sure what happened, 
but they had gotten rid of the stockpile of masks right before the pandemic. And so that's why they told everybody, don't worry about masks. Um, because they knew they needed all the masks because they didn't have the masks. And so they weren't able to protect the healthcare workers and such. And that's not okay. That's really poor planning, right? That's really, really poor. And of course, nobody would have foreseen a pandemic per se, but that's why you had the stockpile because you are planning, you have systems and processes for a reason. So really, I just want to talk about the fact that you have to manage expectations. And then the other thing is, what are you telling clients? So sometimes somebody might go, let's say in the renovation contracting business, you might go and you might say, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to renovate your basement and I'm going to turn your basement into a basement apartment. And I'm going to do that in a week. No, you're not. You're not going to do it in a week. You're not going to do it in a week because for you to renovate that, not only are you going to use your skill, let's say you're a framer and you're a tiler. Okay. You do both. You might still need a taper, a drywaller. I don't know. You might still need somebody to cut. You'll need a plumber. You'll need an electrician. Do you know their schedule? Have you sat down and mapped that out? No, because you want to get the business. You might also undercut the price, but you haven't even looked into the fact that prices have risen because of, of the fact that there's COVID and such. And you haven't tapped into the world news to realize that there's issues and shortages because right now there's a drought in China. And so therefore, the fact all of a sudden is that it's not one week, it's six weeks. And now you could be facing a lawsuit because you have a contract that says one, one week. Poor planning not managing expectations. It can literally cost you your business, your home, your life. It's a major, major thing. But at the very least, it will lose you clients. It will lose you customers. It will lose you employees. And it it will make your life difficult. So in business, managing expectations is very important. I'm going to tell you a story. I think, I don't know if I shared it before, but here's what I know. Learning comes with repetition and we're making being our best self a habit. So I worked at a place where let's say, let's say this was the case. Let's say the job was, this is an example. Let's say the job was communications, um, strategic planning, uh, relationship development, uh, profile, building the profile and fundraising five key points. And let's say on five key points out of 10 being amazing and one being or zero being not at all the company when I went there was functioning at a four. Okay. And that's being generous. Some points were probably a two or three, but let's say they're functioning at a four. Okay. And I came in and said, you know what? You could get nine on all these. You could hit nine. No doubt. You could hit nine. They say, I don't want nine. We just need you to do four. And it's like, well, four doesn't, four not make it. Why do you want four? Like you could have nine. All right. So I have my plan for nine, but they want four. And they're judging me on four. Okay. But I I know I can do more and I've told them that. All right. So on point number one, let's say, what is that? Communication. All right. I don't hit a nine. I hit a 10. On the next point, relationship management, I hit another, I hit a nine. Okay. On media, I hit a 10. Okay. Actually, I hit a 10 on relationships. Okay. 10, 10, two, that I'm over. Okay. Now let's say I, I hit the last point. What was the last point? Fundraising. And I, I, I don't hit a 10. I don't go over. I don't hit a nine. I hit like a 7.5. So I didn't hit my nine, 
but I exceeded therefore I doubled therefore almost I doubled therefore so let's say I hit an eight actually because I did double let's say I hit an eight okay these people looked at me and said you said you'd hit a nine forget the fact that I hit a 10 on every other thing that I said nine and that they were previously doing a four forget that Forget the fact that they used to hit a four on the, this last point, and now I just hit a 7.5 or eight. They're looking at me telling me I didn't hit a nine. They expected a nine, I told them nine. What? This was the moment I understood managing expectations is critical. Even if you know within yourself that you can deliver the world on a silver platter, tell them you're gonna deliver a continent a country, a city. And when they see the whole world sitting there, they're just going to blow their mind. Boosh. That is managing expectations because you can't plan for the unexpected. And so you just have to be careful, right? It wasn't my fault. I did everything in my power to get a nine on that last point, but I was coming up from a four and wherever money is concerned, it's always higher. It's a lot easier to get media than money right? So, okay, it might've taken another year. These people told me, okay, we're going to, we're not getting rid of you, but we're going to, we're going to interview and see if someone else could hit that nine. But like we, maybe you could stay too. Honestly, I dipped, I dipped because I felt unappreciated. It's very important to appreciate people. And I tell you, they called me for so long after because they had questions and also they didn't find anybody to replace them. And when they did find somebody, they didn't, they were back at four, all three and two. That's reality. All the person did was answer the phone. They didn't hit nothing, no targets. So number one, be grateful for what you have. But number two, these people were willing to lose out just on the basis that I had set the expectation a little too high and I'll own it. I'll own it because this is about accountability and responsibility for self, this podcast. I'll own that I said, I said it high. I was, I was, I'm a, I'm a visionary. I'm a visionary. And so now I've learned to temper things with being a visionary and also being cautious and managing expectations. So in business, I encourage you to, when planning, if even if, let's say you deal, you're funded and you're dealing with a board of directors or something, always, always manage expectations right? Under promise, over deliver, make them happy, and then be mindful of the expectations you put on to others and also play it out to the end. If you know you want repeat customers, would you be your own repeat customer? What are you doing to go above and beyond? Are you consistent? This is the last thing I'm going to say about this before we move on to the topic, which is still expectations, but looking at it from a personal side. Okay. So we're sticking in the business thing, big boss vibes. Yes. So the thing about uh, expectations, the other thing is very, very important is consistency. So a lot of people shop at McDonald's, not because we all know, come on, we can all agree McDonald's does not have the best burgers. Sorry, I hope I'm one day have a sponsor from McDonald's and I will say that I love that they're consistent and you know what to get that you're getting when you go to their brand. You know what to expect and you know what they're getting. That's the truth, but they don't have the best burgers. But the reason people go there and people have been surveyed about it and they are the number one franchise for burgers out there and they're not even in the burger business, people think they are, they're actually in the retail, like the real estate business because they own crazy real estate everywhere, okay? But the reason is because they're consistent. They have a formula. They have a what? 
systems and processes, baby. This girl knows what she's talking about. I am highly intelligent. Okay, that's one thing. I mean, ugh, there's nothing like when a guy tells me when he's interested and he's like, oh, you're really smart as if he's validating me. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment, but I'm well aware because I worked really hard to get here. I worked really hard, like college and university and jobs. And I've been working in offices since I was 13, like literally in offices at the school. Even before then, I was working in elementary school office. So mm -mm, I know I'm smart, but thank you. And I'm humble and I can still learn and grow. And that's the thing that's smartest about me is that I know that I'm not, I don't know everything. The moment you know you don't know everything is when you have the whole world of knowledge open up to you because you're willing to go get it. So that's me out here every day trying to learn more. And I hope you're learning too, especially right now with me. So yes, they're consistent. They're consistent. And by being consistent, McDonald's is managing your expectations. Boom, boom. Got it? McDonald's is managing your expectations. You expect your chicken burger to be this way. You expect your Big Mac to be this way. You expect your fries to be skinny and a little crispy and salty. You expect, you expect, and you get what you expect every time you go to McDonald's. And that's the reason people go to McDonald's, not because their food is the greatest food, but because you know what to expect and you get what you expect. So people would rather go, and they did a survey on this and they found people would rather go to a restaurant that was consistently so-so, subpar even, okay, you know, possible, then go to a restaurant that had phenomenal food one day and okay food the next. So people would actually rather to have okay food all the time than to have phenomenal food Monday, okay food Tuesday, phenomenal food Wednesday. They don't know. It's unpredictable. People want predictability. People want consistency. That's what people want. They want to know what to expect. That's part of you managing your expectations. And the key to managing expectations in business, which is what we're talking about, Big Boss Vibes, is systems and processes. That is the key to managing expectations. I'm giving you gold. People pay me lots of money. Like over the years, I've been a business development consultant and I've been paid thousands and thousands of dollars to help people build their businesses. I'm giving you this for free. All you have to do is tune in every week and get intelligent and apply these principles and build your business because I love you. I love you and I wanna leave something better on this earth. I wanna leave the earth better like than I found it. And I want you to be better than I found you. And I wanna be better myself. So we're here to give to each other, learn and grow and evolve together. And that's why I'm giving you these lessons. Please apply them to your business. You can DM me anytime at Jessica Vibes, all right? We are moving on. We are moving on to today's topic, which is still expectations. But now we're talking about managing emotional and personal expectations. Can we get a breath in? Whew, out. Okay, we're changing gears. And I wanna get more personal, get off the business get off society, talk about you. Let's talk about you, baby. Yeah, I switched up the song. I told you that freestyling is always in my head. Remixes are too. In, out. Mm 
Mm-hmm. All right. You got your breaths in? All right, good. Let's talk about managing emotional and personal expectations and the impact of expectations on relationships and on dating. Okay? This is a big topic here. We're an, we're an hour in, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> the impact of expectations on relationships and dating. So when I say relationships, I mean any relationship. Your relationship with your partner, your significant other, your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, the grocery store clerk, anybody. Relationships, okay? But also in dating. So, okay. I'd say the biggest place where I've seen this play out in my life is with my mom. Because my mother and I are very different mothers, right? I'm a mother. She's a mother. Um, obviously, I raised my son. So very hands-on. He's my best friend. He's the most important person in my world. And I love him with everything I am. Okay? And so... Hands down, he comes before me. That's that's without saying. My mom didn't raise me, so I think that affects things. I know she loves me. I know she's here for me. And sometimes she'll put me first. Not all the time. Sometimes. But I think that sometimes I put my expectations on her for her to be the type of mother I am. And she's not me. We're different, Right? I'm a Leo, she's a Scorpio, we're different. I'm mixed, she's white, I'm younger, she's older. I I was there with my son all along. She left her daughter for a while and then came back. It's different, we're different, we've had different paths, it's been different. Even our relationship with my grandmother is different. She didn't have the best relationship with her mom. I think my grandma's my guardian angel. Like a phenomenal, amazing, I don't want to say perfect woman, but really great. Okay. So we've had different dances with life. And so that makes us different. And that's totally understandable. And my logical mind knows this, but my emotional mind wants her to be like me, wants her to be this very nurturing, ever present, always loving, always giving, fawning over me mother. And part of that is because I grew up seeing my sister one of my sisters, mom, big up Miss Emmy. I love you so much, Miss Emmy. I, I grew up seeing my sister's mom be like that. Like her kids are her everything. And also even my grandma, my grandma, like all my grandma really cared about was family. So like that was all she didn't really have friends or she didn't really mix up. She just cared about her kids. So like, that's what I know. That's what I grew up seeing. Even my best friend, Stacy, big up yourself, Stacy. I love you. Um, even Stacy's mom, Carol, beautiful woman is very much like, I think she like, you know, she, she would, she'll do anything for Stacy. Like she'll go, she'll do laundry, she'll cook, she'll clean. Like she'll just constantly be there. So my mom's there for me. I don't want to like diminish my mother in any way, shape or form. I love my mom very much. So my mom's there for me, but it took me a lot of years to figure out just cause I've seen these different models of what I thought. I've also seen other things. I've seen mothers be horrible to their children, but of course I don't compare my mom to that because I would get her off easy. <laughs> so yeah, I've seen all types of things. So, 
I think it's not fair. It's not fair of me to put my expectations on my mother. My mom is my is who she is and she's fabulous. She's in my life. I see her every week. She's there for my son. She's done a lot for us throughout the years. She's she's done her best to make amends to help us grow grow up well adjusted and have a better life than she did and she's done a lot to do that she's made sacrifices for us and she deserves her flowers for that facts she really deserves her flowers for that but because I'm a human and I'm not perfect I sometimes will get caught up in this whole expectation thing and that affects the relationship maybe she's not as easy around me or maybe she's always concerned about certain things like doing things wrong because maybe it won't meet my expectations and that would affect the relationship and then so like I know sometimes I feel like she doesn't invite me to things maybe that's why so you just have to know like this podcast is about taking responsibility for your behavior I can't talk about others right? Like I, it's not even about letting people off the hook with regards to expectations. It's fair to have certain expectations. If you're in a relationship and you have an agreement that you're monogamous, it's fair to expect the person not to cheat. If they cheat though, you cannot be mad at them. Like you can, you can of course be mad at them, but you cannot beyond that moment, you then have to make a decision as to what you're going to do with your life, right? I was talking with a young lady and she said she never accepts cheating. And I said, that's true. I agree because, um, my first part my first relationship, the person did do that. I forgave it. And then they did it again and again. So for me, I learned, they taught me not to forgive it. They taught me if you forgive it, that's what that, that experience taught me. So then it's going to happen again because you teach people how to treat you. So now that doesn't mean every person should or shouldn't leave. I'm not in your life. Everybody has free will and every circumstance is different. And maybe your path taught you something else. This is not a judgment show. This is just a a fact that you have to balance expectations with your own actions, right? So if that does happen, you have to know within your world, the decisions you're going to make. You can't place all your expectations on someone else. Sometimes when you go into a relationship, the person makes you feel euphoric, This is where expectations become dangerous. The person makes you feel euphoric and then you look at them like a drug. You don't tell yourself you're looking at them like a drug, but you think you need them. All of a sudden, like yesterday, you were able to do things on your own. And today you can't do nothing on your own. Every time you have to be with this person or you have to, that's a, that's a red flag, honey. That is a red flag, honey. That is not love. That is something else. That's like you, you know, codependency at its finest, you know? So you just have to manage your expectations on a personal level. Um, yeah, sometimes like holidays can bring those expectations too. And I've talked about that in past episodes, just even managing what you expect. Unless, like, here's the beauty. When you don't expect a ton from people, like have your regular, but when you're not overly overdoing the expectations, then people can surprise you. People can surprise you because they're not so busy, like, trying to just meet your expectations. They, you're giving them room to show you what they do if you weren't pressuring them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So even with friendships, sometimes you don't hear from somebody as much as you wanted to hear from them. Maybe you wanted to see them and they, they, didn't, they didn't get to come and meet up with you. Don't mash up the whole friendship. Life is life. You so People forget that other people are also living their life and they might not be telling you what they're going through. 
They might not be telling you everything that's happening. You might not even know. They could be facing the hardest thing. Like I have a personality where if I'm going through something difficult, I put my head down and I double down on a solution. I'm not going to call everybody and tell them what I'm going through. I'm a double down unless I actually need your help for something specific. I don't just want to talk about it. That's not going to fix it unless I have some specific advice because I know you went through it or something. I'm doubling down my focus and my effort and you're not going to hear from me. Maybe you think my life is perfect. Oh, I'm just ignoring you. No, I am focused on solutions. So there are people like that out there. You cannot judge. So just mind your expectations, right? There's a lot of relationships mash up over expectations, a lot of friendships, a lot of family dynamics mash up over expectations and you just could have take some time and understand each other. And also like, just try and like ask yourself, I have a quote, actually you'll hear the quote later, but just try to ask yourself, like, are you expecting this person to make you whole? Are you expecting this person to fill your void somehow? Are you expecting them to let you off a of bad behavior? Why? Are you expecting them to prevent you from growing up? Are you expecting them to bear the brunt of life for you, live for you even? Like you need to give to you. You need to take back your power. When you limit your expectations from others, you take back your personal power. You take back your personal power and you find out what you're capable of. You find out what you're capable of. You find your inner strength. And that is so critical. Can I get an amen? Huh. I am letting you know. You need that. You need to find your inner strength. You need to see what are you relying on others for right now that you can take back. I don't need, I don't, I do not know who needs to hear this. What are you relying on others right now for that you need to take back? What do you need to take back? What do you need to start being responsible for? Sometimes we get into bad habits and ruts where we start to lean on people. Sometimes what we used to do on our own, maybe we used to drive ourselves everywhere. Then we got a boyfriend or a girlfriend and now they drive us everywhere. And now we forgot how to drive. We get nervous when we do it. You have to mind them things there. Eh? Even me, I got, I, I'm open. I would say I, I got sick in 2018. It jarred me. It was very uncomfortable. I was very scared. It was life threatening at the time. And one thing I know, like my son started doing a lot of the cooking. Okay. So now I notice like I'm not in the habit of cooking myself, but the other day he needed me to take care of him and I was cooking and I was doing a lot of ITAL cooking and I seen like the scale started to go down, which is one of the goals. And I seen like, I just felt like good. So I know I need to prepare ITAL, you know, food for myself. I need to prepare ITAL food for myself. He cooks pretty healthy too. Like we, we, we do a lot of fruits and veggies and, and lean proteins in this house. But yeah, I need to cook ITAL for myself. That take back my power. Sometimes I don't drive and then I just, oh yeah, I got to drive too. I, I, I won't push myself, like I'll drive around town, but I won't push myself to go out and meet people or go too far. I'll more expect people to come my way. No star. You have to meet people halfway, literally. So where are you in your life giving away your power? Whether it's business or personal, where could you take more accountability? Where would that be helpful to you? Right? You must free up yourself, yes? All right. You already know. That's our topic. I just want you to take care of your emotional and personal well-being. I don't want you to hand all your power away by expecting the world to live for you, expecting other people to do everything for you. 
it weakens you and softens you over time. And it's not helpful. I know it feels good. Listen, I grew up a princess. They call me the princess of ABG, okay? The princess of my neighborhood. Big up CJ, okay? Every day he reminds me. You are the princess of ABG. Um, and that's cute and that's nice. And I'm grateful to have been raised in a neighborhood where people showed me so much love and still show me love and value me. And I value you guys. Everybody from Allenberry, big up. I value all of you guys um, too, right? I'm grateful that I grew up there. I really am. I'm super grateful. Like my heart, I have so much love in my heart for, for everyone I grew up with. We grew up in a special place, you know? Actually, we're coming out with a little Christmas book based on it this year. So ha have, a, have a look out for that, a children's book, a Christmas book. It's going to be fun. It's going to be epic. Tradell's actually, my son is illustrating it now. And I'm so excited. So yeah, I grew up in a magical, beautiful place. But at the same time, you know, that princess attitude that I adopted, which I still have sometimes, does create a lot of expectation. I've always been treated well, even in, in hard situations. You know, I've been grateful to be treated well. And so, I mean, and it's okay to expect to be treated well. I mean, make no mistake, I still expect to be treated well. But here's the difference. If somebody doesn't treat me well, instead of spending time judging them or trying to change them, I remove myself from the situation. And that's the beauty of putting the expectation on me. Because in that situation, what I'm able to do is ascertain that this is not for me and keep it moving. In the past, before I evolved to that point, what I would do is try to change that person. And I would waste days, months, years trying to change somebody as if I'm God and I have some kind of control over their free will. If God gave us all free will, who am I to try to take their free will? They're going to be who they want to be at the, and they are where they are in life. And sometimes it's not even that the person wants to be that way, but the, their own lived experience just hasn't brought them to the realizations that you want them to make yet. They're just not there yet. And sometimes you've got to let them go. And I said this in another episode, sometimes even in a personal relationship, like a, a romantic relationship, you have to understand that sometimes that person is not meant to be your partner. Like I love my son's father so much, but that is meant to be my friend. I know he's meant to be my brethren. We, I mean, I've known him since we were 11 years old, so I'm always going to love him. He's always going to be my family, but that's what he's meant to be, my family. Like we were not meant to be romantic forever. And I know this, right? So sometimes you have to understand, like if I was a, a different type of girl, I wouldn't even have the pleasure of being his friend I w because I would have been thinking, oh, it had to be romantic or forget it, come out my life. And that would have been a big mistake. And that is a big mistake. You can cut off really good people because you're, of your own ignorance and your own expectations. And sometimes your ignorance, your expectations, your ignorance comes out in the form of expectations. So you need to mind that. Like some people can be great brethren, great fam. They're just not great for you in terms of a romantic connection or match or suitability. Okay. That's reality. I'm just giving you the goods. <laughs> I'm giving you the real deals over here. Okay. So you need to like meditate on that. Like where in your life are your expectations holding you back, stunting your growth, right? Making you soft. <laughs> I'm soft. I'm such a girly girl and I'm super soft. So 
I mean, I'm talking from experience and it's okay to be soft to a degree and it's okay to be a princess to a degree. I'm not here dissing myself. Like some of that I like to preserve, right? But I don't like to give away my power and I don't want to be like weak. You understand? There's a difference. All right, darlings, angels, I hope you learned something. We're moving on to gods and goddesses. All right. And of course, you know, I do themes. So it's all about just taking back our power. All right. So for this, I just want to do a visualization, a visualization kind of exercise. You know what we do? We slow it down. Slow it down for gods and goddesses. Okay. Let's just breathe together. You want to breathe with me? You already know, right? In through the nose. Out through the mouth. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Okay. So I want to see you. I want you to see you in your most empowered state, okay? Close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Just winding it down. Make yourself so comfortable, okay? And I want you to see yourself as your ideal self. No relying on anyone else right now. This is all you, all powerful, all great, all empowered. What does that look like to you, right? What do you see? What does your mind's eye see, right? Does that mean that you're stronger physically? Are you more healthy physically? Are you emotionally more stable? Do you feel more secure in yourself, more self-assured? Do you have a better schedule? Are you getting better sleep? Have you managed your moods? Are you treating people kind? That's a big thing. Breathe with me. Treating people kind is big. Breathe in. Breathe out. I have somebody in my life. I always have to remind them in, out. When they're at the drive-thru and stuff, I hear them ordering coffee. Give me this. And I want that too. Make sure I put this <laughs> in, breathe out. And I always say, thank you, right? Like I might be on the phone talking to my, it's a bridge and like talking to my friend or something. Yeah. And I always say, remember to say thank you. Yeah. These people are working hard for their money and, uh, and you don't have to be a jerk to them, right? Part of being strong is respecting others. Breathe in. Okay. Part of being strong and, and being a whole self is respecting others in their whole selves. Okay. Seeing others as whole people, respecting where they are, understanding you don't know their journey. Don't judge it. You don't know where they are. You don't know why they're there. You need to focus on where you are. You need to focus on where you want to be. You need to make sure you're headed that way. Don't take detours to judge others. It just wastes time. And uh, what do you see? For me, 
Ooh, my podcast, I have thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of listeners. We're all really, truly working together to be our best selves and manifesting it. It's working. It's happening. We are becoming so fantastic. And these results are growing in terms of, I mean, I've already seen results in terms of just even improving my overall health and getting good results that way. And I just want to continue that journey. And I'm seeing it in terms of like how I think my thought leadership for myself. Um, like today I got really hurt because my mom took my uncle to an early birthday dinner, big up my uncle and I love him and I'm glad they had a good time, but I, I didn't get invited and I was very hurt at first. And then I said, no, this is not their issue. If I want to see my uncle for his birthday, I need to call my uncle and go see him for his birthday. My mom doesn't have to call me and invite me actually. She just doesn't have to. This is the issue. Isn't her. The issue is me. I have an expectation. Like just cause I'm the baby of the family. I'm not a baby anymore. Right. I have the expectation that they would include me and they would tell me come and, and that's not right. That's not right. Right. I can, I can reach out and I can make something happen myself. So I see myself being like, that, like being in control of what, knowing what I want and going and getting what I want. Don't wait for others to bring it to me. All of this is important. So I know that's something I'm going to work, continue to work on, but calling myself on it is a big step forward. So what is it that you're going to see? Where do you feel more calm? And it feels good by the way, because then you let it go. Cause it's like, Oh, it's a me issue. Then I have control over it. As soon as you think that it's a someone else issue, you also lose control. You can't control that. So bringing it back home, owning your shit, it lets you control you. And you can go into your mind's eye and you can see your best you. Remember, Jesse's world, we're all about becoming our best self, manifesting our own self-actualization, accessing our gifts, amplifying our gifts, sharing them with the world. I just want to see what you see. Can you DM me at Jesse's World XO? Tell me what your best self looks like. What do you see in your mind's eye? I want to know. I really want to know. Follow me. Tell me. Um, breathe and just continue to visualize. Okay. Just continue to visualize. Sometimes it's hard to see yourself. You've been in this rut maybe of thinking habitually or not thinking or thinking negative. Just think positive. If you were your very best, what needs to be healed? Where do we need to start working? Let me know. I can cover some of those topics too. Okay. Where do you want to heal? What do you want to work on? And who's your best self? Who are you? Okay. I'm excited. All right. I got a quote for you guys. Okay. Are you ready for this? If you have too many expectations, you will find that disappointment is your constant companion. Do I need to repeat that? I'm going to repeat that. If you have too many expectations, you will find that disappointment is your constant 
Companion by Jessica Lambert. Most of the quotes I say are my own. I really try to do my own, you know, in this world. Um, try to create something new. A lot of times everything's remixed and repurposed. There's not a lot of new stuff being really made in the world. Uh, so I really try to write my own stuff. Give you some new sauce. All right. Here's your affirmation for the day. Just know that it's all love. Okay. Today, I will be mindful of what I expect from others. Today, I will be mindful of what I expect from others. I will work to be more self-reliant and I will be grateful for those who choose to be here for me. I am capable and I am blessed. Okay, guys, let's say it one more time together. Affirmations are so important. Of course, I also write those. Today, I will be mindful of what I expect of others. I will work to be more self-reliant and will be grateful for those who choose to be here for me. I am capable and I am blessed. Or as Mr. Vegas said, I am blessed. I am blessed every day of my life. I am blessed when I wake up in the morning and I lay myself to rest every day of my life. I am blessed. Praise God straight. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. All right, you done know. That's the episode. That's episode 11 jesse's world and i had fun with you guys i mean sometimes it's a more structured show sometimes it's more freestyle but it's always love and it's always forward moving upwardly mobile progressive some jokes some silliness just gotta be me man listen i want you to be unapologetically you it's such a beautiful evolutionary process to truly accept and love yourself and we're walking into that together right? We're supposed to be different. We're supposed to be diverse. Don't hate nobody. You have no time for that. That's like a detour. And that's just going to shave time off of you getting to your goals. Okay. Just walk in love, walk in love, walk in love, especially for for yourself, but also for others. Walk in love, walk in confidence. Okay. Mind your expectations and you got this. I can't wait to see you next episode. Remember to hit me up at Jessica Vibes with a Z on Instagram and also follow Jesse's World XO. Please like, share, and if you can leave a review, that would be so dope too. You're appreciated. Big hugs.